0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 147 of the JV Club with my guest, Allison Hayslip. Delighted to have had Allison on the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. I want to, uh, and I did mention this in the episode, but I am, um, this episode is coming out tomorrow. That's Thursday, uh, the 26th of March, and I am going to be heading up to the Emerald City Comic Con for the weekend. I'm very excited. I'm a fan of Seattle. I want to thank those of you who um, reached out to me with some cool suggestions about things that I should be doing in uh, in seattle that includes uh for sure christine and um i know i had mentioned uh somebody else before who had had recommended something great for me um and i'm talking of course about nicholas and the chocolate popcorn in seattle i'm hoping to get um and then uh gosh one of you also uh recommended oh yeah charles you rec- recommended flying squirrel for me in in um in seattle for a good pizza so i'm excited to check all that stuff out guys i really appreciate it you know i have uh uh I rely on you for all of my social uh, activities. Uh, I want to thank also for their emails, Chelsea, and uh, I want to say hi to Alad, all the way in Israel. I want to thank Roberto for getting the belief leaf tree. Thank you so much for doing that. Kokche, I want to say hi to you as well, my dear. Uh, I want to thank uh, Greg, you for your email, and uh, Haley as well. I want to thank Suyuri. Always great to hear from you, my dear. Same with you, Tiana. And uh, a and, uh, recent new letter from uh, Sweet Holly. Guys, thank you so much. I am only hitting email shout outs uh, today because I am um, just sort of in a 24 hour period between being in San Francisco and being in Seattle. So it's kind of a crazy day. But uh, I wanted to get some shout outs out there. And uh, rest assured, I'll catch up on more ASAP. I will also be the following weekend, I think, at uh, HavenCon in Austin. Excited to go back to Austin. And uh, I hope you guys are doing great. That's the thing. Now entering. Nerdist.com I pressed record. It's good. That's good luck. The yes. good luck
1: burp? Forget a good start.
0: it. Forget it.
1: It's only
0: burp hill from here. That's not a thing. Well, I didn't hear it, so I hope the mic picked it up. It was pretty quiet. All right. It was so quiet that there's no reason I should have just admitted that it happened. <laughs> there's no reason whatsoever. Other than to be humble. There you go. I
1: want to just Or Make was it bragging? Right Were you letting me know your digestive I mean, it track is working? Hashtag well. humble brag? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just want you to
1: feel very at ease. I want you to know that I am a human person. But the end of this will be farting.
0: I hope so. Yes. <laughs> I hope so. That is the end goal. I should, probably should have told you. It's a. It's a mostly farting podcast with that's a that's little, bit of, yeah, little <laughs> bit of chit chat. Yeah, little bit of chit chat. Allison,
1: thanks so much for doing Hi, the podcast. Thanks for having me. I welcome you in. This is awesome. How? Uh, first of all, you have great hair. Oh, thanks. I just spent three hours in a salon yesterday, making it look June. like I have natural highlights oh well the color it, is fantastic thanks. i know isn't it funny how long we like spend in a salon to make oh it look God. like we don't dye our hair yeah yeah i mean i feel like yeah gone or the
0: well i mean i guess you still see it sometimes but more than more than more often than not gone are the days of like straight up peroxide right. like i'm not hiding it right you know or straight up orange it is sort of yeah this dance of like
1: we're natural and we have roots because we just let our hair grow out after yeah. it's been sun-kissed by yeah. spending all day at the beach. I think we should start saying sun-smooched. What do you think? Ooh,
0: sun-smooched.
1: Sun-canoodled. <laughs>
0: Sun-canoodled. That's a little bit lighter. We yes. could do like variations of... There's a gnat in here. I apologize. Yeah. Um, that's the podcast gnat. Um, <laughs> Hi, podcast I just nat. want to make sure I have one podcast Nat. Yeah, it could be like variations of how much sun you've had in your hair. It could be canoodle. could yeah. be... Could be a sun. uh, Could be sun. Sun first base. Could be sun second base. (laughs) A sun gangbang. Sure, that's That's when you're peroxide. peroxide. That (laughs) is straight up. That's punk rock. Gangbang peroxide. Yeah. Um, If you and you're you're one of those people that can do a lot of different colors. I feel like I've seen you with like. Yeah,
1: I love dyeing my hair. Yeah.
0: What What have you done? Give me the Um. Well, have you gone all black?
1: I've been pretty dark. I mean, it hasn't been actual black, but it's been dark enough where people think it's black, and then I have to like stand next to. An Asian person to uh-huh. show that my hair is in black. I love it Like this, this is actual this black hair. A,
0: a, this yeah. is like a task you must <laughs> yes. complete when you have really, really, really dark. <laughs> I know. I constantly have to have a lot of Asian friends with yes. beautiful black hair, and yeah. then it
1: just looks like I have like chocolate brown hair or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I have gone pretty dark. Um, I've been bright red. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've
0: seen you for sure. Red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: think when you were on four points, yeah, I was yeah, red. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've I've been like platinum blonde. I've been a very natural I've color very blonde, blonde too. Yeah. Right? Haven't I? Yeah, but the brunette color that I have. Have now is is basically my natural color um, three
0: hours of sun with kissing.
1: yes with some highlights uh-huh. for the most part it's good
0: it's good did <laughs> yeah. you do that did you dye your hair have you always sort of played with that yeah you, you know it's
1: funny up? i didn't do anything to my hair until i was I think when I was 19. So I just had like long straight brown hair. Yeah. And then when I was 19, I, I worked at a, I was an intern at a Summerstock theater in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. I'm excited to get uh, more into that later. Oh, yes. Um, and I, one of my assignments was to clean out the costume room, which was ba- basically the attic of this old theater. Yeah. Uh, and you know, me and my friends are cleaning this out and we found this wig box and I, this, I pulled out a wig and it was this short, red wig and yeah. i put it on and we were all like oh my god you have to <gasps> you have to put your hair like that and so like the very next day i went to some random salon in Quaker Sound, pennsylvania i walked in the door and i told this woman i'd never met before to chop eight inches off my hair and dye it like that poison ivy red wonderful yeah way of getting into like changing your hair that's yeah. a beautiful and i haven't seen my real hair color since <laughs>
0: I know. Once it started, it's yeah. very, very hard to go back. Yeah. Um, God, what a great way of like finding something yeah. out like that. That's. I mean, I like
1: dabbled in high school. Like I did, like henna mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and yeah. then like sun in, yeah. which would basically just turn your hair green after yes. you went in the pool. But I yes. never actually dyed it. Yeah, and so that was my first. Uh,
0: and what yeah. about the cutting process? Did that feel like once you were actually? Did you ever look back, or did well, you just go? I love it.
1: Well, when I was younger, I had short hair. Like I think in sixth grade, I, I, I cut my hair into... It was basically like a bowl cut. Mm-hmm. It was like fifth or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember my friend's older sister looking at her yearbook and being like, oh, who's that guy? He's really cute. Aww. I'm like, nope, that's me. Because my guy. hair was so short when we took that picture. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of kept letting it grow. And then right before freshman year of high school, I decided to get the Rachel Oh, remember because that was super popular wonderful but when you live in the middle of nowhere new jersey and you have a choice of exactly one salon <laughs> the chances of getting someone who can actually do a chris mcmillan signature haircut yeah. are slim to none and yeah. i ended up starting high school with a mullet oh, i like legitimately is, had a mullet a round corner yes. a mullet. there's no <laughs> question about it yeah i remember like three days into school some girl asking me like do you like your hair like that? Oh, and I was like, no. oh no. Oh, so, no. So after there's that,
0: the ver- there's a very deep intention in yes. that
1: question that it's very hard to miss. So once that haircut grew out, I, I did not touch scared you my off. hair sure. until I chopped it to, when I dyed it red. Yeah. Yeah. God, the Rachel. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. This idea of something that actually is, Fairly complicated being yeah. taken in by the hands of somebody who maybe doesn't know how to do all that kind of layering stuff because no. you have really good texture and layering now. Thank you. And it's a <laughs> it's a short trip from like for me because I have really thin hair. It's a short yeah, trip as do I from it's a short trip from like layered gives it kind of fun texture mm-hmm. personality to like I feel like my hair is really thin and sort of too wispy to right. kind of do anything with. You've really yeah. And when it.
1: you put it in a ponytail, you get the pieces that fall up front yeah. that make it look like you have the bowl cut. That I had in yeah. fifth grade. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely becoming an all-hair podcast. I'm yes. Very
0: proud of us. <laughs> very proud of us. When you say the middle of nowhere, New Jersey, yeah. uh, what is that? Where, where is that?
1: Um, I am from the – it's middle – central west Jersey. It's a. am from Hunterdon County, which people from New Jersey have never even heard of that county, and there's only – I don't know, 18 in New Jersey. It's not like there's a lot of counties in New Jersey. Um, Most people from New Jersey do not know where I'm from. Um, The town I'm from is so small that we didn't have a post office. My mailing address was the town next door listen to that yes. old school americana it was a huge deal when we had a traffic light put in yeah full-on traffic a light those. <laughs> yeah i
0: love that <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah so middle of nowhere but being that being said i was less than an hour away from new york city that's what so, i'm interested yeah i feel it like when i talk to people from jersey there i'm always interested in that sort of
0: and I've covered it before. I mean, like June Rayfield, I definitely, she ha- definitely had that experience. And then, but she was going into the city a lot. And, um, but then I just podcast, I think it was Rebecca Watson who was from, I can't remember guys. I apologize. But the, um, the gardens, so she was like, it was the garden state. Like, oh yeah. The country. I was exactly out in the country. I was a bumpkin. And, yep. but that I also was so close to New York, but it seemed a million miles away, even though it was only, you know, an hour or whatever. Yeah.
1: I grew up down the street from a horse farm. Wonderful. Yeah. And there were cows everywhere. I mean, I I went to high school with farmers. Yeah. But and your family was not. No. How how no. did
0: your family end up tucked into that little burrow?
1: Um, that's a really good question. My parents met... Both my parents are born and raised Jersey. Lived there their entire lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, they met at Rutgers. They went to college there mm-hmm. in marching band. Wonderful. My Kinda mom was first flute and my dad was drum major. So they Wonderful. were a marching band power couple. I was going to say, <laughs> definitely... <laughs> they kind of probably ruled that bam yeah. iron fist and they 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 lived in that area for a while and then after my i am the oldest and my i have a younger brother and when my brother was born is when they decided to move to a bit more rural yeah. area and i i guess i i think that there's just a good school system where i'm from so mm-hmm. So I think that's how they ended up and in they the like middle of nowhere. Lights. We are with no traffic, to traffic lights. lights. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, do you? So you were not having the experience of like being around horses, other than sort of passing them on your way. Well,
1: to- what's crazy is I, I was, I believe, the only girl in my sixth grade class who did not either take riding lessons or own a horse. It was like huge for the girls in my class, but horses terrify me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm scared of horses. Yeah. 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 I mean like now I'm an adult and I can be like, okay, you have a bit of control over this creature, but I, I never want to ride them, yeah, I like, don't, I, I don't want to be on horses. I had a bad
0: i i had it really just takes one I don't think I've talked about this before, but like <laughs> I'm saying that like it's, it's a deep, <laughs> it was dark really secret. traumatizing I don't think I've even talked about this before, yeah. no, but like the last time I was on a horse that I can remember, which seems like i'm got to be right because this is traumatic for any length of time was like probably junior high and yeah. I, and I was at some you know, horse, like it was a, I was up doing some sort of day camp or something in, um, Prescott, Arizona, where my grandparents both had like little summer homes. And, and I was on a horse that, uh, was, her name was snowflake. You never forget, never forget the name (laughs) of the horse that, and she hated, we were on kind of a, it was like kind of an intense cause Prescott does have a lot of ranch communities, not unlike what you described, but sort of more in the kind of like chaparral high desert forest of (laughs) Northern Arizona. But there are a lot of kind of cowboys up there. And I think the assumption was like every kid had kind of grown up around horses, too. Right. And so we were doing like kind of a scary mountain trail that was really narrow. Oh. And Snowflake did not care for the horse behind her. Ooh. So she would just occasionally rear her rear legs like she would kick yeah. backwards like a donkey would. Oh my kick gosh. back at the horse behind her. Did you get thrown over the front? I didn't, but I felt like I was going to. Yeah. And it was terrifying and we were on like a single trail. So it wasn't like yeah. we could stop and everyone was just like, oh, she's just, you know, ornery. Like, it's fine. You're not going to get thrown. She's just kind of a bitch. And I think they like <laughs> moved her to a different part. of the- But I was right. terrified. And it really yeah. was that sort of. It's hard once you have one experience like that, if you haven't grown up around horses and, you know, whatever, but to not feel like I'm exactly what you said, like wildly out of control. Like I've, there's nothing I can do about this situation. It's it's a beast. Yeah. It's a huge beast. It's not a car where you can be like, let's turn on, let's turn the key, put on the brakes. Like sometimes the battery dies and you get mad at it. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's got a temperament and... Yeah, so I definitely understand that. And I, I, it was very hard for me. Obviously, I haven't like gone out and become Miss Horse Rider. No. um, Since then. But I now, I I think we're very similar because I actually really love being around horses. I like feeding them and and talking to them. And I, I feel like they have a great energy. But when I think about getting up on top of one, I'm not, I haven't, I mean, I really am
1: not doing it. I haven't done it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's weird. I was on a podcast recently where, um, this guy was just doing, like, rapid-fire trivia oh, questions yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Or, you know, personal questions, and you just answer them as quickly as possible. Yeah. And out of nowhere, he goes, are you afraid of horses? And I was like, yes, how did you know that? <laughs> like, it was such a random question. <laughs> Were there any other things he asked you if you're afraid of? Like, no, clowns? And no, or, it was just... Yeah.
0: And he said that Interesting.
1: the only reason he asked it is because he's afraid of horses. Yeah. And so it was the only reason it popped into his head. I was like, I've never met a lot of people yeah. who are afraid of horses. Yeah. I feel like... Well, I feel like there's three
0: camps. I feel like there's afraid of horses, have so little experience around them at all that they have no feelings about horses, or love love horses. horses. Yeah. And you're surrounded by horse lovers. Yeah, I know. Surrounded by horse lovers. Interesting. Did
1: you feel left out, or were you like, I don't care? Um, no, I didn't really care. I mean, every once in a blue moon, there was like some event that I was like, I'm, I'm just not going like because, the horse dance? yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> everybody's of. dancing with their horses. Yeah, yeah. What but are you going to do? One
1: of, one of my best friends in middle school, her family actually owned horses. So I, I had enough experience yeah. around them through her that I I knew enough to be a part of conversations, but just didn't have any like real personal invested interest horse in it. Horse conversations. I know. Amazing. Horse conversations. How do you feel
0: about mane and tail products? You know this?
1: Oh, like the using horse shampoo on your own head or something like that. Does that actually work? Urban Outfitters carries tail Oh my tail. gosh. Semi ironically, yeah. but
0: also people swear by it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should try that. Maybe we should both try that for
0: thin we'll layered hair. Uh, maybe we can get <laughs> main and Tail to sponsor this podcast. Right. This feels like the number one goal of there my life go. now. um And so,
1: in high school,
0: were yeah. you going to? Uh, a school that kind of fed in from different small areas yeah, yeah, There, were, there
1: were five middle schools that went into my high school. Um, how far away was it from where you lived? Uh, 15 minutes, maybe. Not terribly far. Yeah. Um, it's so weird, though, because we could start driving to school our junior year if we had a license and a car and yeah. got the permits and all that kind of stuff. And I can't tell you how many times I would make that drive to school and then halfway through the day being like, I don't remember how i got to school mm. like you forget yeah because you're up so early in the morning like yeah. i forget that we had to be at school at like 7 10 a.m oh, isn't
0: that crazy
1: <laughs> no wonder that's why <laughs> i just how can we function thinking about that yeah. no
0: wonder i was so depressed in the mornings yeah. like even if you're a morning person that's really early yeah, yeah
1: i'd be up at like five forty-five some days to like shower and do my hair isn't that
0: crazy yeah
1: it seems insane to me Same most people thing. don't even have to be I at work till 9 that. i know.
0: Yeah, I know. I really, I really just thought about that recently because I remember so many mornings like waking up and I had the same thing. I was like, it's not like I live in, I mean, I lived in Arizona. It was not like Canada, right? (laughs) you know, where it's dark a lot in the winter and stuff. And I remember getting, I feel like every morning I got up, it was still dark,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. And you just
0: have that feeling that you have to, if you're a morning person, forgive me guys. But like, if you're not, it it is like a... (laughs) It is an unreasonable depression <laughs> yes. feeling
1: It's that it so far worse than what is really happening to, to you. To get out like of it, bed. You,
0: I, w- I would wake up feeling like someone I cared about had <laughs> passed away.
1: <laughs> right. Just to have to get up in the dark yeah. in the morning. Oh That's my gosh. crazy. Can I tell you, this is a little segue, but yesterday my alarm, you, isn't it the worst when your alarm goes off in the middle of a dream? And, oh, and you get yeah. that sick feeling because so you're, like, woken upsetting. up in the wrong cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, yes. my alarm did that. Woke me up in the middle of the dream. And in my dream, I was making out with Channing Tatum. Oh, and I was no. so angry when my alarm no. went off. <laughs> what you described is almost like the
0: opening credits of an 80s yes, movie. exactly. <laughs> exactly. But my alarm went off and I went, no. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> what is going to happen in your day yeah, that is exactly. better then what the alarm woke up. Uh, it was a of.
1: good dream.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. You know what? This is very embarrassing because my most recent version of that was that I was dreaming. <laughs> this is so lame. <laughs> it couldn't wait. sound more materialistic. At least yours is like based on one of the you know general like exciting things to dream about, which is something hot and romantic. Right. I and this has happened to me more than once. Was crushed because I was awakened by the alarm from a dream in which I. I walked into like a like a goodwill and and everything was stuff I wanted like vintage <laughs> stuff where you're like I can't believe this is five dollars this is like the great
1: 70s ever. dress
0: <laughs> yeah I was like I found it guys I found the goodwill right. that we're all wishing were a thing and then I woke up and I was that sad like I was yeah. that sad do you have the dreams I where like, I am
1: a materialistic wanker what <laughs> am I <laughs> Ugh. do you have the do you have the dreams where um you wake up and you think someone's mad at you or upset with you about something and then you you, it takes you a while to realize that that's not reality yes yes Yes. and i
0: will say i will counter that by saying how confusing is it when you have a dream about someone that you know that you're like in love with in the dream oh yeah i care that's also very powerful yeah that's the last thing you
1: have when you wake up you i like really have been like do i love him (laughs) is that what my my subconscious is
0: telling me yeah
1: Yeah. I woke up this morning actually thinking that my friend Phil was very angry at me because apparently he was getting married. And as (laughs) well, yeah, as, as his wedding gift, I got him a calendar, but then it turned out to be an advent calendar. And he was like, "Allison, I'm Jewish. (laughs) And he was really upset with me. And I texted him that when I woke up. Yeah, that's a big fight. Yeah, (laughs) a really
0: big fight to get into. Yeah, And I was like, I was like,
1: uh, yeah, I told him and I was like, I just love that you weren't, you weren't mad at me I was like, you were mad at me for getting you the wrong kind of calendar, not the fact that I got you a calendar as right, a wedding right. gift. Very specific. Yeah. I Meaning if he is. And is he Jewish? He is Jewish. Okay. Yeah. He's like, funny I also
0: I'd... if you woke up and you're like, I don't even think he's Jewish. No, What's yeah. going
1: on? <laughs> but he was like, I think I'd like an advent calendar. I was like, you would. A lot of them come with chocolate. Right? You should get an advent calendar. No,
0: That reminds me that when I was a kid, I went through and ate all of the chocolate. Oh, yeah. That.
1: Did you do that too? Oh, totally. That makes me
0: feel better because I really yeah. have been maybe carrying My that
1: parents around. would get upset with us. Right? Well, and also because it, was, sitting it there. was me and my brother, so we would have to open two days at a time so we could each have a piece oh, of chocolate. Oh, sure, yeah. sure.
0: Sure. Like I can't remember if the chocolate is even that good. No, it's <laughs> terrible.
1: It's that weird like barely even like chocolate sticky yeah, chocolate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, if it's going to be sitting
0: in there, I guess that does make me feel better. Yeah. Also like any t- any anything around the holidays like that. If there's a box of Seas candy lying around, oh, I love how much candies. can I steal? Well, we, and get away with it Like how much Becomes It's very obvious right. That I'm just going through And eating all of this
1: We always had those Whitman samplers okay. Boxes You were a
0: Whitman's family Yeah yeah. yeah. Well family. because
1: Seas Wasn't really on The east oh, coast yeah, I mean it West is coast, But it's not I like think. As big yeah. of a thing As it is out here Yeah So Whitman's was our thing And you always wanted to check On the back of the box To see Or the You know the box lid Yeah And I'd Which eat all kind? the caramels first Yeah And we'd caramels. leave the coconuts For my mom Interesting
0: <laughs> So you didn't like the coconuts To be like
1: yeah, I Now I do But as a kid I didn't Yeah what did I like?
0: To be honest, probably everything. There would be an occasional thing where I was like, ugh, I can't believe I got The cordials,
1: this. Marzipan. whatever those. Oh, yeah. What? No. No one. Well, maybe now. Yeah. It's very almondy, right? Now we eat yes. a lot of almond
0: products, so maybe I would like Martzapan. Are there marzipan, things that you had
1: marzipan. that you like hated as a kid, but now you love, and you're like, why would I ever have hated this? Yeah. I mean, there's stuff that I... There's stuff that I can remember hating
0: and why and and kind of connect the through line and go, well, it's okay that I hated that because now my version of – I mean, Brussels yeah. sprouts kind of being the most hipster version, I guess, uh, the most like, yes. you know, uh, uh, fancy restaurant kind of thing because now everyone just like – oils the crap out of them and like, right and adds bacon them, like, delicious stuff and, <laughs> yeah. yeah and now they're just like this these great buttery yeah. fried wonderful that's got to be one of the biggest comebacks don't you think <laughs> yeah. brussels, sprouts. brussels sprouts when we were when we were little is like yeah. just boil like it just yeah, yeah it was definitely like boil with no flavor whatsoever yeah and i didn't and that is still something i can't understand like what well, guys we could have done it this way
1: <laughs> right why who liked it back then that i have way? no idea probably just you know? the easiest way to prepare i guess or so. it's like what our parents were force-fed so they force-feed it to us yeah Lima beans for sure meant nothing beans. to me, but I think yeah. I still maybe don't like lima beans. I hated carrots as a kid, and now I love them. Yeah. And I'm like, what What did I have against carrots when I was growing up? Raw and cooked. You hated yeah. both?
0: Because uh, raw I don't is really a very go, different experience than
1: cooked. I don't really go for cooked carrots. Right? Yeah.
0: They don't really taste like anything. No. That doesn't really appeal to me.
1: No. What about um licorice? I'm not a licorice never person. Never liked it. No. I've heard you're Black one or the other. Yeah. Well, I did, sw- I did switch did. Oh, did over. you switch? Yeah, I switched oh, yeah. teams. And I don't. I
0: can't explain that because again, if I think about the kid in me, I'm still like ugh, black licorice. Right.
1: But then somewhere along the line, yeah, I can't do it. it. You know what? I've never eaten is eggs. Really? I never liked them as a kid No, and, like, I mean, no version No, no scrambling version. No nothing Ew no. I mean yeah. I obviously like them When they're like baked into cakes Right
0: but <laughs> I can taste the egg right. Some people can
1: But like You know Since I've been an adult I, I've had multiple times Where I'm like Allison you're an adult now Try eggs You sure. probably like eggs now It's probably some weird Kid thing you had Yeah Every time I take a bite of them I'm like nope Nope, what? can't do eggs.
0: Interesting. It's like
1: so upsetting to me. Yeah. Eggs. <laughs> yeah. Eggs. I mean, I get it. That's a thing
0: where I've always loved them, but it is very easy for me to understand yeah. and imagine being like, no thanks. Yeah. No thanks at all. Yeah. What were your what were your like um I mean, I'll just quickly say I yeah. made no uh, made no secret about the fact that I ate like crap as a high school student. I think oh, most people yeah. do. What were your like go to
1: foods when you were in high school? Uh well for breakfast I either had um I would have vanilla yogurt with chocolate chips in it. Wonderful, or an Entenmann's chocolate donut.
0: <gasps> Wonderful. Yep. To serve
1: for breakfast, who wouldn't want? that? Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, and then for and dessert, by the way, Entenmann's chocolate donuts. Bravo. Oh, we're the bomb. So moist. Yes. Oof. Love those things And yeah. the hard when to break. Almost can't chocolate the casing. In there. Yeah. Uh, uh, the oh ends. yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, delicious. Yeah. Great choices. But I always remember that, like, after we ate dinner. um you know I, my family would like sit around and watch tv or something like that and i would always have a dessert after dinner my dessert was either a bowl of mint chocolate chip ice cream Great. or a bag of popcorn and i remember multiple nights where i would have both sure an entire bowl of ice cream sure. and an entire bag of popcorn and i weighed like 93 pounds or something like it that really is
0: something remarkable were yeah. you playing any
1: sports or anything i played um in middle school i played basketball and then when I mm-hmm. went to high school, I played, I wish I played basketball. Yeah. It's so funny because basketball out of all the professional sports out there now is basketball is kind of the one I care about the least. Yeah. And it, it's the only one that I actually know all the right. rules to.
0: Maybe that's why um, I somehow yeah. know.
1: But I, I played a year of, so- I, I played a lot of soccer growing up too in like intramural sports. And then I, cool. I played on the high school team my freshman year. Um, but that was when I made the decision to focus more on acting and you couldn't do both in yeah. my school. So, so even at
0: your school, which was, um, it sounds like it wasn't too terribly
1: cosmopolitan, I guess. Is the no, term. Like,
0: but they still kind of took it seriously enough. Both,
1: I guess, that one. Well, it was it, it was mainly scheduling why yeah. they took it both, but yeah, because you know we had our regular school hours, and then there was like a thirty five minute period after school where you did an extracurricular activity, and then right after that was either when you started your sports practice or your theater rehearsals gotcha. or whatever you were doing after school so and yeah. you said you did that so you did sports about halfway through and then you stopped. i mean i just did- i just did soccer my freshman year which is the oh, right, first right, right, right. soccer marking period you know you're done with soccer by november or something like that so yeah. after that i was like nope i'm done also because when you hit high school people start caring about the games a lot more uh-huh. and i just while i liked being active i just wasn't super competitive in that way and i just didn't really Care and I didn't care for the pressure When like it mattered Yeah For me to do something for us to win the game I was like nope I don't want that responsibility Yeah
0: I get that Yeah I get
1: that I do I find soccer so impressive though I mean I played it a
0: little bit But mostly just like Because that's what we were playing in gym Or whatever Right 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 But it was always like one of the things Whereas with basketball I regret that I always dreaded it When I heard we were I would be like Ah. Basketball Um, I just didn't That felt (laughs) You know It really feels like like that feels like it, it plays on all of my biggest weaknesses, like clumsy, like <laughs> stopping and starting and like right. bumping into people and sort of like suddenly having to be razor sharp focused on a yeah. hoop when aiming. Like there's people all around aiming, yeah. opposed to like soccer, which is like, I can run, I can do that, I yes. can keep my eye on the ball, like I move it, I can kick. And you have I an, can en- sort of. an
1: enormous goal. An enormous goal,
0: very hard to miss. Where yes. you're supposed to be running, and yeah, and then same with like baseball. Like the rules feel very clean and right. crisp, yeah, versus like all this jostling and base and basketball <laughs> right. feels like very tricky. Well, to that, me. I guess
1: maybe that's why I don't like watching basketball as much now because it, it does really feel like. People running, gigantic men running back and forth on a court, and then nothing. The score stays basically the same until the last five minutes of the game. Right? (laughs) (laughs) No, that totally makes sense. You watch football? Oh yeah, I love football. you Do yeah? Ever
0: got into football? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think I had like a. I think I was like a snob about it. Like I've (laughs) attached a stigma to football that I've had a hard time ever letting go of. Right.
1: My, da- my dad is a huge Giants fan so I was raised like watching the Giants games. Sure. My dad would take my brother and I to um to a Yankees game every year. That was like a big That's pretty you know father kids field trip we would yeah. take into New York yeah. to see a Yankees game. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. And your
0: brother's younger you yeah. said? Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. How much younger is he? F- three and a half four years. Oh like okay. That. Yeah. We were yeah. just far enough apart that we never conflicted in school, but close enough that we could actually remain friends. Yeah. You know? So
0: you were never like, ugh,
1: my little no. brother. Oh, we definitely went through phases where we wanted to murder each other for uh-huh. sure. But, um, but we, we managed to stay pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. And what were your friend groups like when you were in high school? Um, well, I was, I was in all the like honors classes. So all of my friends were the super nerdy smart kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I did theater, I also had like this group of like already popular kids. Yeah. I was kind of that girl who like everyone, I I got along with everyone and everyone dug me and had me around, but I never really felt like I had my own. Yeah. Click. That comes up that a lot sense. on the podcast. And yeah. so what I
0: always wonder is, is that a, is that more symptomatic of how everyone might have felt or is it, that that kind of person tends to end up kind of more in like an artistic yeah. and social um, career. Like, because I, you know, because I do talk to so many comics and writers and actors and right. stuff. That is a good And I point. don't know what the answer is to that right. because I feel like I like you i can say yeah but for sure this group of people were their own friends and i right. was like kind of in it but not really part of it and then for sure these people all hung out together yeah you know so i it remember can't be that everyone felt like i they know. just floated
1: i do remember one time being home you know for like a christmas break this is probably uh, five six years after i graduated high school and ending up at you know one of my friends places and there were a couple of us from high school there but it was like a, a random mix of us it was not a group of us who would have hung out together yeah. in actual high school and we were we were sitting there playing old school nintendo i remember that so clearly uh-huh. and uh, and it's something came up i don't remember who said what but this guy michael was like well Allison, you were always one of the super popular kids in school so like why would you and i was like it was like a record scratch in my sure, brain i was sure. like what are you talking about like i've i never once considered myself even remotely one of the super popular yeah. kids and the fact that someone else could have possibly thought that about me yeah. it like warped my entire oh view. my god absolutely you know? well we do be kind of like
0: you know, our way of understanding ourselves is to kind of tell, retell these stories to ourselves, right? Yeah. And if you are, if you, you know, you stay close to people in high school, um, they're probably only going to reinforce that. If you, you know, don't have you, know, if you don't stay in contact with people, then you could tell yourself whatever story you want. It's sort of who knows how it changes over time. Right. But when you reconnect with somebody who you haven't really shared those stories with, and they just drop a bomb on you like yes. that, it is such a weird. Like, retroactive identity crisis yeah. Like, oh my god wait hold on does this change everything up <laughs> I to like, this who point am I? yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. i
1: remember when uh like i didn't I, I didn't date a lot in high school i had a i had a um like kind of my junior year i i sort of like had a boyfriend for like a month or two or something like that yeah. and senior year i i dated a guy for who was a year older than me so he had already graduated and was going to community college mm-hmm. and so but he was my first like real boyfriend you yeah. know and then we broke up right before um i graduated and then uh, i graduated and people have all these like graduation parties and stuff and where everyone's like drinking for the first time and mm-hmm. i kind of so i was like going to all these parties and hanging out with like the people i don't normally hang out with but we've all bonded because we all just graduated high school right. together and i cannot tell you the amount of guys at these parties who would come up to me and be like allison i've had a crush on you for all four years and i've just never been able to tell you and i'm like do you understand that like i spent four of my most formative years growing up thinking that guys were not into me like, yeah. like i didn't think any of these guys well, were ever what interested what in was. me i
0: wonder I, know. I wonder because it sounds like you were approachable it sounds like you I obviously you didn't idea. think that you were hot shit because you you know yeah i totally until, did and then like, i went to
1: college and made out with everyone <laughs> because i was like oh apparently i'm attractive and i never knew it <laughs> uh, did you were any of the guys who said that guys that you were like, uh, ah, I had a crush on you too? Um or was yeah, that Yeah, here and there. I no. I I think by the time I I made it to a senior in high school and realized that or at least thought that none of these guys were into me, I sort of like wrote it off in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um I do remember when I came back right after uh, my first semester of my freshman year in college when I went back home for Christmas break um, I spent New Year's with a bunch of friends from high school and I ended up making out with the guy who was the captain of our football team and I thought that was like the <laughs> funniest thing ever because I was valedictorian yeah. and so I was like it's the valedictorian and the high school football captain making it yeah. out this would have never happened <laughs> <laughs>
0: still able to sort of put that lens on it. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, you guys, this is pretty crazy. <laughs> right, well, you're a valedictorian. That's pretty impressive. It sounds yeah. like you're pretty good. So, if so if you're talking about parties where people are drinking for the first time yeah. at the end of school, then obviously you weren't kind of in the realm of like smoking pot and drinking oh, no. and stuff like that no, in no, high no. school.
1: no. I don't think I mean, I don't smoke pot very often because it makes me fucking loopy. Mm -hmm, But um, mm -hmm. I don't think I even, like, got near that stuff until I was in L.A. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even Um, not in... in Where did you go to college? I went to Boston College. Um, Did I in college? I don't think... I mean... Oh, no, I can... I very clearly remember the first time I ever smoked pot. By the way, obviously, I'm never running for president, so... (laughs) (laughs) I would
0: be in a lot of trouble.
1: Um, I shot a film. So it was after I moved to L.A. I shot a film where my character... Uh, rolls a joint and smokes it on screen, and the, you know we go to shoot that scene, and they were like, "Here's all the stuff," and I was like, "I don't actually know oh how God. to do this." This is so adorable. And I, in a
0: weird way, yeah. it
1: ties into the idea of the first time you
0: figuring out that you wanted to cut your hair had to do with yes, with, with theater, yeah. with yeah, yeah, with, yeah. The, with the wig. Like, well,
1: I guess I. I should know how to do this, right? I'm
0: assuming is where you were going with
1: this. Yeah, well, it, it was too close. I mean, we were just about to shoot the scene, and the director was like, "Here you go." and I was like, "I don't know how to do this." And the, the director went, "Can anyone teach Allison how to roll a joint?" And our second AD was like, "I'm on I it." Got like, I he got this over, he teaches me, and he goes, "He goes when we done when we're done shooting the scene, we'll actually go smoke." And I'm like, "Okay, oh yeah, All right." And me- you, but you had been drunk by then. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Did you have an idea, of, like an expectation of what it was going to feel like, and did it meet
1: that? Um. He kind of explained it to me. He was like, you'll just feel kind of like lightheaded or whatever. And I remember we smoked a little. um, And we were sitting... We we were shooting on location, so instead of giving us trailers, we were up in Sacramento shooting this film. Instead of giving us trailers, they rented us each motel rooms. That this place was right down the street. So I wanted to preface by before I said we were sitting on a bed because I wasn't like (laughs) at his place, but we were sitting. there. We're sitting on the bed, and it's a couple of cast members and him, and we and we smoked. I'm sitting there going, I don't know if I feel anything. I don't know if I feel anything. And they're like, oh, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen your first time. I'm like, okay. And I stood up from the bed, and I went. Oh, and it was like all the weight went from my feet up to the top yeah. of my head. And I was like, oh, no. OK, now I get it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Was it did you you said you, you don't smoke it that much because you get. Loopy. No. Did you feel uncomfortable
1: about it? Was it like kind of no. Scary or I just, just get like, yeah? I get very. um honestly the biggest thing for me is that the smoke actually hurts my throat mm-hmm, i have a tendency mm-hmm. to lose my voice very easily mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and i when i was a kid i used to get hives if i was around smoke whether it be cigarette or a fireplace or stuff like that so I'm, i have this weird sensitivity to sure smoke. sure and so smoking pot just kind of burns my throat a little, yeah or that's what it feels boy like, i have least. a lot of memories of being yeah, like yeah oh, yeah, this yeah. Is, i don't know about this so i just don't it just doesn't like what it does to also i am a stereotypical stoner like i am like laughing like a maniac, want to eat all the food in the world <laughs> yeah. and like start having conversations with people where I'm like I don't even know where this is going but I'm yeah. into it, you know? Like <laughs> so it's it's like that that doesn't appeal to me enough to make me get through the burning throat sensation. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know. Well, as somebody who I mean, as somebody who was um a great student and obviously into theater and stuff and also not kind of acting out. It sounds like you right. were pretty well adjusted. I mean, maybe yeah. part of it is um like this, the sort of typical teenage angst where that kind of stuff starts, which I certainly had, is um, is kind of about you know numbing out and all that kind of stuff. And if yeah. you didn't really feel like you needed to be numb
1: to anything, then bully for you, you know. That's yeah, great. I guess not. I don't know who says that anymore. I bully for you, bully to you. I think it was. I mean, you're right. I, I can't remember a, a lot of stuff in childhood where I was like, I don't, I this, I don't want to feel this anymore. But I also there's a big part of me that was like such a rule follower mm-hmm. that I was just scared of getting caught. Mm-hmm. Um, The first time I drank though was, I I remember it was New Year's of my senior year of high school. So I was still in high school Mm -hmm. and I remember I had a Bud Ice. Uh I was like, (laughs) yeah. Here we go, everybody. Yeah. My birthday's in February. So my, you know, like a month and a half later when it was my birthday, um, a bunch of my friends and I went to TGI Fridays and had dinner and then we sat in my, my, my boyfriend's mom's minivan oh. in one of our other friends mom's driveways and drank like zimas wonderful like that was my birthday <laughs> <laughs> My, i think that was my 18th birthday wonderful
0: oh my god zima yeah, yeah. Is
1: zima still around i don't know but in
0: i would some totally version, drink like one you off ice would yes. be probably the oh, closest Smirnoff thing ice to the to a zima yeah because yeah. zima was like i remember zima was zima was like a little bit cooler than a wine cooler because it just right. kind of was like a a vodka soda or something, right. do you know what I mean? But it wasn't it was actually like, vodka. So absolutely malt, not. I'm sure. Liquor, <laughs> I'm crap. sure it was like yeah. Seven Up with like a little bit of alcohol yeah. or something.
1: But yeah. it still
0: felt somehow like listen, this is a step closer to the heart. And you're
1: like, this, this you is guys. so good. Why yeah. is drinking taste so good? Yeah. When is yeah. your birthday in February? February six.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, mine's the sixteenth, so I get
1: excited. Nice. Yeah. Um, Aquarius. Aquarius. Does that mean anything to you, or do you do you get into that? Um, I do of, like, a, a little curiosity. Yeah. Um. It's weird. I actually got my birth chart done mm-hmm. last year. I went to an astrologer yeah, yeah, yeah. in New York and had my birth chart done because I just shot a movie that was based in astrology. And so no I was like surprised curious. that it was like, yeah. related
0: to um, acting. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Good
1: point. Wow, you're like my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Except that we're not
0: finding. I'm, I'm just pointing yeah. out similarities.
1: But yeah, I would, like, I, not I honestly it, never registered these things having that kind of yeah. pattern. So it's like, oh yeah. So yes, I shot a movie about astrology and then I was like, oh, I'll get my birth chart read. Yeah. And some of the... St- like, Not some All of the stuff he said Was so Insanely accurate To my life That I was like Okay I mean Like I also believe that You can walk into A situation like that And and this guy could be like Well you're You really stick to your guns But you also have a sensitive side And everyone's gonna be like Yeah that's totally me Yeah yeah But there was like Weird stuff he said That I was like Uh What oh man how do I say this without like just completely embarrassing myself uh I feel um, like it's all been it's, yeah <laughs> some version
0: of something has been said so of course, one of
1: worry. the things you can do when you get your birth chart read is you can give him other people's birthdays yeah. and then see how they Absolutely. match up with yours and so I gave him um a couple of like exes yeah. birthday men in my life who have been significant in yeah. one way or another yeah not telling him that they were men or what these people had to do with my life. Just the birthdays. And the things he said about them were so accurate that it made me believe what he said about me because obviously like I go into my hearing stuff about myself I have my own judgments but knowing these guys the way I do hearing him say this stuff about them I was like oh my god like stuff about their parents and things like that which was so dead on that I was like Okay, this is blowing my mind. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. That's so fascinating. Yeah. Well,
0: I, these guys know I have a very uh, long, you know, fascination with um, just anything that's, you know, I'm, I'm just, I just am, I, I like being amazed and surprised and I'm interested in, you know, any experience yeah. like that that someone has where they're like, no, but this was like really close. And yeah. I actually did go to a psychic. I'm sure I haven't brought this up before, but I did go to a psychic based on, like, I always had a curiosity about it and, um, but also, like a total cynicism about it, and was like, Well, I'm never going to go to one, right. you know, because I probably, it probably isn't real. And then I had a friend that I loved and trusted have an experience where she went and saw someone and she had that kind of uncanny experience. And so I was like, Well, if now, you know, if ever there was a time for me to like try this on, it's yes. got to be with this person that she had these like extraordinary things happen with and, you right. know, stuff that came true later. And, of course, I always go down the road of like, well, how much of that is you start looking for it? So you start manifesting yeah, yeah, yeah. it and you secret it and you your secret life. it into your life. Thank you. I also enjoy using that <laughs> as an obnoxious verb. Um, but uh, but yeah, and then I saw him and I, I, I can't say that I had that experience. So it's ah. like it is that feeling of like no, no, yeah. I want to feel like it was like crazy it, coincidences right, right. and like amazing. And there's something wondrous out there that this person was able to sort of, you know, rein in pull out of the universe. And I just, yeah, yeah. I can't say that that's the case. I I feel like it was much more the case of what you talked about, which is like, right. I really wanted to try to maybe make those things he was saying be about yes, me. But I exactly. kind knew I was like sh- trying to sh- reshape it a little bit.
1: One of the things, so, About a year before I went and saw this guy, excuse me, um, my my, a couple girlfriends and I had a psychic and tapas night where we got a spiritual intuitive to come over and like she was in the other room and we each got individual readings while the rest of us were out in the living room drinking wine and Mm -hmm. having yeah it was great great. it was was obviously just a very like for fun type thing and the things that this spiritual intuitive said about me were like one of these things where I was like yeah that's that could be accurate but it could also just be you know what like anyone yeah. would sort of relate to it Yeah. but she's, she said something very specifically about my love life which when I said it to my friends they were like well that's spot on you know and I was like well that's true the astrologer a year later on the other side of the country said literally the same words that this spiritual intuitive said and that was the How moment I where I was like that. whoa yeah, yeah. Do, is that a feeling where um that's kind of an
0: abstract question yeah you know when something like that happens? Because I've had a couple of those happen to me recently where I've had these sort of like, now hang on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you get like a chill. You sort of get that like feeling like you can't breathe for a second like when it's someone you really like or you know what I mean? Oh, when you yeah. you have that sort of like, oh, that sort of coincidence thing happening where you're like, hang on, that's not, this is not <laughs> just a coincidence. This is crazy. And you have that and it's really powerful. And then at what point can you not feel the actual feeling that you felt? And it becomes this thing in your brain where you're like, I I know all of the things are still shocking and all of the things are still powerful, but I can't quite connect to this, this overpowering feeling of faith in something of like, Hmm. Oh my God. And it becomes this kind of story that you tell to other people or that you tell yourself, but you're not, Like you start to, I don't want to say you doubt it, but it just, but you're not going out like like, preaching. I know that was super weird. Right. Is it was weird, right? Yes. It's still as weird as it was, but for some reason I'm not like (gasps) about it. I think, I mean,
1: at least for me in, in that specific moment, what they both said was something that I already knew about myself. I just hadn't put it into those Mm -hmm. words. So while it was weird hearing those two people say the exact thing, because it's something that's, Ingrained in me It doesn't seem that spectacular looking yeah. back on it if that makes sense. I mean sense. I'm totally gonna make I've you tell me what it, it was offline. Oh I will <laughs> <laughs> it's weird.
0: It's it's
1: just the fact that they used the same exact wording. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yeah.
0: yeah. But you but, and but were you somebody like I mean I guess I outed myself as being somebody who yeah. was and sort of still is like ah I'm just like so interested in the unexplained and stuff like that. I or mean, were you sort of I, grounded? I'm interested
1: more? in it in a curiosity sense. Yeah. I, I've always said that like what attracts me is is learning, and mm-hmm. that has to do with a, a field or a place or a person. Yeah, like I, the, the people I, I am most attracted to are the people it. who can teach me things. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I find stuff, you know, the the quote unquote unexplained or the mystical. I'm attracted to it simply because I want to learn about it and learn mm-hmm. why. We, we think it works or yeah or whatever it's not what could be causing
0: it right it it's not yeah. something
1: that attracts me as like a belief or a way i want to live my life right right if that makes sense no it totally makes yeah. sense yeah
0: and so with theater um that was something that you got into in high school had you had you been <laughs> into it younger and kind of well, dabbled and sort of done plays and stuff um i did a lot of you? I,
1: I did a lot of singing growing up both mm-hmm. my parents are musicians mm-hmm. not by like profession but by passion i guess you'd say obviously they met in marching band so like i grew up in a household that always had music and always had singing and i was always in the choirs and and stuff like that And actually in sixth grade i thought i was going to grow up and be a singer Mm -hmm. um but my middle school the the eighth grade class always does a musical at the end of the year and my year we did fiddler on the roof and i was cast as golda the you know 50 year old jewish mom of six or something uh-huh. like that because obviously that's what i should be playing when i'm 14 <laughs> I mean, years old yeah but she's Somebody the she's to. the female lead of the show yeah. and that was the first time i started acting you know i got cast in it because i was a good singer but that yeah. was the first time i started acting and i remember acting being that that show in particular i remember the acting part being the, the first time in my life that i felt like i was being challenged by something and still wanted to do it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I, I i was always a very good student school was not hard for me but, like, you know, I took viola lessons in sixth grade and I made it six weeks and I just wasn't getting it and it wasn't clicking and I quit. Like, if something got hard, I just didn't like doing it. And acting got hard, but I, it, it still appealed to me. Mm-hmm. And that was the first oh, time so that I went, ooh, let me look into this more. And so that's yeah. why when I got to high school, when I had to make the decision between soccer or theater i was like well no i think i want to do theater yeah. and, and that's what got me into it and then i eventually just realized that i liked acting a lot more than singing at, at least in a professional sense and then that's how i went down yeah that road and i yeah. like that well and i sort
0: of like the idea of that curiosity that you're talking about is like yeah. i think i mean i guess it feels like actors by virtue of what they do show that they must have an innate curiosity i mean I yeah think you have to you're interested in people you're interested in things that aren't what you normally know, yeah. you know, you're interested, but for you to sort of have the experience of, do you feel, do you, have there been other situations where you feel like you've um, gotten interested in something because it's been, I mean, obviously just even what you've done, like some of the stuff that you're known for in the hosting world, yeah. right. With the, with the sort of getting into like tech and science and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, seems like it marries those things too. That's yeah. not a question. I just made like a series of statements <laughs> at you. <laughs>
1: (laughs) good hosting i'm like yes speaking of hosting good hosting what you said yes Uh no but yeah i mean like that's that's one of the reasons i think i i i did as well as i did on g4 because i had never hosted before in my life before getting that job and yeah
0: and that was just something that came to you through an agent that was like oh they're
1: looking for a person no i was bartending oh g4 found me in a bar Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, wonderful i know it's so crazy um and and i they you know, a guy who worked in head development met me while I was bartending. And he was like, you need to come in and meet our head of talent. And I went in for this meeting and then she was like, Oh, let's screen test you. And like, they put me in front of a teleprompter and I, I had no clue. I was, I literally walked in the room and was like, Oh, so that's how it works. I'd never (laughs) seen one before. And I was fascinated by what a teleprompter is and how it works. You know, and I was terrible, but I knew what I was talking about because it was all stuff I had grown up being passionate about as a kid. Um, and when I first, when they, for some reason, hired me on that network, I remember walking into my first job and being like, I don't know how to host, so I'm going to act like a host. Mm-hmm. And I basically did my best Ryan Seacrest impression. Uh-huh. And then I slowly learned that, oh no, Allison, if you just you know, sit here and be you and let your own curiosity and interest in these things you're talking about come out, that's what appeals to people. Yeah. So that's what I really dug on the job is because everything I went to go cover Fascinated me as well So I wasn't like Faking it on camera I was actually really Into this stuff And
0: I think you're right I think that's very uh, That's something that People pick up on I mean I like to think That people pick up On that authenticity Yeah And they sort of You know they feel it In a different way Than somebody who Obviously is like right
1: Your now your book um (laughs) right was wonderful i still like you know i have a i have a i don't host as much anymore but i still have a hosting agent and every once in a while he'll bring a show my way and like nine times out of ten they're dating shows and i'm like no i won't even meet on this show because the the my lack of interest in this topic will come through on camera yeah yes i could probably do the job but i won't do it justice because i'm not gonna care
0: Right. <laughs> unless they're looking for someone who will bring that like th- th- that's like no no no. we want you to disparage the very thing that you're right talking about. right like, exactly have a sort of sense of apology in your yeah. voice the entire time you're talking about it yeah i mean that definitely makes sense yeah. um i'm gonna get into some mash with you my dear oh my gosh i'm so excited get for this it. boy i mean i feel like i have a lot of options with you so uh i'm trying to customize the categories based on either stuff we've talked about or okay. just you know sort of general uh i'm gonna say ephemera that is interesting to me but let's start out with um let's start out with three skills that you wake up with tomorrow uh that you've sort of de- your brain is downloaded matrix style you just all suddenly are an expert at three things oh my gosh knowing of course you'll only end up with one as that is the nature of mash wait what is mash again Mansion, apartment, shack, right. house, and then I'm getting skills? categories because these are <laughs> so. At the end, I'll be like, "Tell me when to stop," and then I'll be like, "Da da da." Oh, by right! You're like, marrying so you and so,
1: and this, so in this. Got, it. got it. I was like, "Isn't Mash about oh, like who you're going to make out with and where you're going to live?" Or something in this, like that. In this JV club world, it can be anything we want. All right, cool. But three- don't worry because that will enter into it also. So <laughs> they're totally making out with the high school captain. There you team. go. uh Okay, three oh man, I wish i prepped for this because I was like all
0: improvisation. and I know that you will have like eight when you get into your car that you're like, I
1: know, I'm gonna be like, oh, I wish. I could have done that. Yeah. Um, I wish I could uh, dance like the people on So You Think You Could Dance. Great. Um, that is one. I wish. I, I'm like like you're my genie. I'm like I wish.
0: Uh, <laughs> Into the woods style. What you wish for, yeah. Allison? <laughs> uh,
1: that I uh I'm a now a gourmet chef. Wonderful. Um, and my third one will be kills <laughs> i'm like i'm like what do i want to be able to do i know um i want can i can i i, I want to be able to like uh fly a jet or great. something like that great like a fighter jet
0: great great great, great. Yeah. i mean i'm putting pilot but we all yeah know what you mean. Yeah, yeah yeah okay great
1: okay give
0: me three fictional places that it would be fun for you to have a vacation home. So, you know, Hobbiton. Great. You know. know, (laughs) I did did not need to in any way. I mean, I know I can
1: actually go there and I'm still waiting. Someone, someone needs to take me to New Zealand because I really want to go visit. It's
0: great. I had this conversation again with a fellow New Jersey and I believe it was with Rebecca which is that I have been there and uh, and I should not have looked inside because it's not like they're
1: Oh, it's not like lived in and cute or anything. I don't know why I'm ruining this for you. Oh no! Don't tell me that. I know. <laughs> so sad.
0: But it is very magical to right. be there and to see the places. Yeah. Okay. Um, two more I, fictional places, regret, but you're going to the actual Hobbiton, which is not
1: the same. Right. But well, I, I mean, mean, if it's the fictional one, I want the real one. Yeah. Um. Okay. Two more fictional places. How about? Ooh. How? Uh, um. Uh. What is that movie? Never ending story. Oh when, yeah. When, he, when Bastion rebuilds the. Yeah. Fan-
0: I think is that's it? Fantasia. Is it? Which I got confused Fantasia. about also because I was like, wait, isn't that a Disney isn't movie? not that the movie? But I think it is. I think it is called Fantasia. Yes.
1: I'm in. So I would go totally there. In.
0: Totally And
1: then in. I need like a beachy place. Where's like a fictional beachy oh, place? Interesting. I'm Like I need the sun. I need to get a tan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Where is a fictional beachy place? Know. That's a really good question. There might be something beachy in like where the elves live.
1: Where the elves You know, in from... Yeah. I mean, there's a river. In in, uh, Lothlorien. Yeah. We can put Lothlorien. Let's do that. I mean, I know I got two Tolkien ones, but... Whatever. I mean, he was good at creating worlds. What can we say?
0: I took philosophy
1: of Tolkien in college. Fun fact.
0: Did you? (laughs) Yes. I thought that's a pretty good course. I could see that. It was awesome. It's rife with with possibility.
1: Um, Okay.
0: Uh, Let's do three... um, You know what? I'm just going to get right into it, because you brought it up earlier. Three people... I mean, preferably people that other people have heard of because okay. it's fun that way. Um, and it could be from any era of like, you know what I mean? It could be yeah, like, young yeah, yeah. this person or like, right. you know, present day, blah, blah, blah. Um, three uh, dudes. And um, it can be also like one of them could be like, I would just love to have nonstop sex with this person, but I don't really <laughs> right. need to marry them. And then the another one could be like, you know, this would be my husband in my alternate universe. Sort yeah. Of thing.
1: yeah. 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 Three. OK, three dudes. Um I have been so into Bruno Mars lately, and right. I understand that he is like four inches shorter than me, but I will live my life Wonderful. and never wear heels again Wonderful. if Bruno <laughs> Mars could be a part of it. Good. Um, um, he's won. He won me with that Uptown Funk video. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Who else? Who am I crazy? <laughs> to? Oh, my God. Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World. Oh, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a doll. I love him. <sighs> I'm hoping to podcast him for
1: boys of summer. Oh my do gosh. Don't make me so jealous. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> I met him at Comic-Con. By, yeah. So. I met him at Comic-Con one year and I like could not speak right. I was like, yeah. words coming out of my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you don't but understand that like 12 too. year old me was so in love with you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. It's nice to
0: still keep those like
1: little prickly feelings. Yeah. Of, like, uh, Hi. Hey. Yeah. Totally. Um, love it. And then what would the other one be? Who would I got to be a good one? How about um god I've always just loved Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh yeah, Like sure. literally from Third sure, sure, Rock sure. from the Sun to present day. Sure. I know he's married to some like brain surgeon. Not, in this, like universe. Universe. Not, <laughs> Not in, in this universe. Not in my universe. Okay. Next one is going to
0: be um you have you basically can at the snap of your fingers have three bands or, you know, solo artist, whatever. Ooh. Uh just sort of like appear and play for you whenever you want.
1: The monkeys. Fantastic. <laughs>
0: Why not? Yep.
1: Uh Muse. Great. Um ooh, okay the first two are always easy and then you realize you only have one more ch- right choice and you're like okay it's gotta be I love it's the gotta the be monkeys a good one.
0: First one that makes me very happy
1: uh, i love the monkeys they're like my favorite yeah. band ever did you watch
0: have you ever watched did you like watch their show and oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah
1: i went to their concert I when i was too. like 12 or something like that I did too. yeah was it was it in cape may new jersey because that's yeah, where i was, went
0: and it was in tucson but and mike nesmith <laughs> was not there was mike there for your tour tour I think he wasn't. Yeah. I think it was just he's the three like of too, them. He thinks he's too good for it. Yeah. Who was
1: your favorite monkey? Yeah, Davy. Yeah. Rest he in peace, been. man. I actually yeah. I remember so clearly what where I was when I found out he had passed, and I oh. I was at an audition. I was auditioning for the the office had a spinoff show that never uh-huh, happened uh-huh. and I was auditioning for that I show like sitting in the waiting room and I looked chance. at Twitter and I was like no and I wanted to cry oh. but I'm sitting in this waiting room yeah. in like a trailer on the universal yeah, lot yeah, and I'm like yeah. oh man oh. Oh, no all <laughs> right um okay what would Adorable. my third band be to just have come and play okay. I mean I kind of I, I want to say like like late Beatles, like Sgt. Pepper's Beatles. Great. Yeah.
0: Great, 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 great.
1: Yeah, it feels like
0: you got to spend a wish like that on the Beatles. Yeah. I feel like yeah, that yeah, should yeah. be a requirement. I should be like, okay, number one is Beatles. So yes. go ahead and give me the other two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, next one is uh, three foods... I guess, or drinks okay. um, that you can have uh, whenever you want with absolutely no physical ramifications. Oh my gosh. Um, could be as specific as like this one cookie, which by the way, that picture mm-hmm. that you sent of the cookie, it's all like a thank you. <laughs> my like, birthday cookie? cookie? And I was like, I just want that cookie. I don't really, I can't <laughs> respond to anything other than the cookie. <laughs> that was For my, my
1: so good. That was on my birthday. Oh, I took that picture because I was like, this is cookie. my lunch. <laughs> good birthday cookie. Oh. Um, It would be, no ramifications. It'd probably have to be like, really good red wine. Great, 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 um, great. Uh, can I just, with a general, go ice cream? Absolutely. Okay, so Absolutely. all ice cream. Um, and, a, a, like, a good filet mignon. Oh, great. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. Okay, great. Um, okay, next category is going to be, uh, let's do three, now this is, not dissimilar but i live in a fantasy world where i guess it's better than reality um because we have your kind of vacation homes now this is a little bit different this is three movies that are sort of real worlds oh and so you can just pop into those and just hang with the characters who are real people um whenever you want oh wow
1: that's a good question Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay I mean, I, I have to say Lord of the Rings. I, I have great. to. That's great. That's like so up there great. on my list. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I just thought of this, but sure. Why not? I'm going to say Sequest DSV because oh, wonderful. you're capable of communicating with dolphins. Wonderful. Uh, and what would my last that's be? That's how you play the game, Allison. Yes. You're just
0: like, I love it. <laughs> You're just like, listen, that's what listen, this is what the answer is. Yep. What can I tell you? That's so what came mind. This my is what's mind. happening right I now. I think it's great.
1: Um and then I would say uh Star Trek, so we could have holograms. Go for it. Love yeah. it. Love everything about it. Okay, great. Okay.
0: Uh next category will be um let's do uh because we talked about it, uh and we talked about sort of changing styles and stuff. Three styles of fashion. Could yes. be male, could be female, could be in a certain era. Could be just like the craziness of something that it would be really fun for you to just like try on, um, you know, just be able to do. And there's like, it doesn't matter. There's you're you're living in a world where you could be wearing, you know, uh, Mariana Trinette's gown for a day and no one would bat an eyelash (laughs) and it would be not even uncomfortable.
1: Right. Three different things. I've always loved like the late 60s, like Twiggy Mm -hmm. era. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, That's always been a big attraction. Uh, What else? What else would i want to wear i definitely don't want to i mean there's something attractive about gowns but those involve corsets right and fuck that shit i know <laughs> what if of course it was comfortable in this world if, if of course it was comfortable oh then i'd probably do like saloon girl
0: oh that's yeah. great one yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh that's great that's great i love it
1: um and then if like we could really embrace the like 80s gem truly 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 outrageous like if you could just go for it and have that kind of hair and the makeup yes in general i wish
0: i i mean i guess i still could but i i do kind of wish i had done weirder makeup like straight up like a star like adamant style kind of i love it i'm real excited about jim yeah she's truly outrageous um uh and then the final category i'm trying uh, oh god someone sent me some really good mash categories and i'm totally blanking on them of course i didn't pull them up in advance i think these categories have been great <sighs> well i appreciate that <laughs> i think we've uh, the, the final one you know i'm allowing there to be a lot of pressure right. um let's go with uh a person a real person from any place in time um, that's like, your sort of, uh, your buddy, you know, somebody that you could just call up and be like, Oh, my person hang out. You're, you're, who's my you're,
1: person? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's going to be, who's it? Oh man. Uh, dude, Obama. Great. Just Obama is just my person. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. Um, I kind of want Channing Tatum to be my person. Right. I've Channing Tatum is just the I'm raddest sure human a, being. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm
0: sure he's so much fun to hang out with. I yeah. love it. Channing. And great. he's a
1: quite good kisser in my dream. So. Yeah. You guys, mm. I
0: mean, listen, you could be kissing friends. Yeah. yeah. Kissing friends. Who cares? And then,
1: okay, wait, no, but I can do, wait, they can also be fictional. Uh, I would say or, real, no. real, person, real, but they don't but have to somebody, be alive. Yeah. They don't have to be alive. Okay, cool. Um, then I would go, Ooh, what about like Bob Hope? Oh, that's great. Right? That's great. That's a good dude right there. Yeah
0: that's a good dude okay perfect okay so now all i need from you is for you to tell me when to stop oh my gosh stop okay great i'm gonna pause this okay do a little calculating not actual math and (laughs) uh come back with your 100 guaranteed mash future okay all right listen you did great kid you did great uh (laughs) first of all i mean there's a lot of impressive stuff in here it's very like there's some good some sort of highbrow stuff happening here but there's also some fun silly stuff here for example, uh, I want to congratulate you on your ability to dive into the world of Star Trek. Yes, whenever you want. Sounds like a pretty magical place. Holodex. Speaking of magical places, I hope you enjoy your <laughs> apartment. Oh. in Fantasia. Oh, I, there's a lot of different realms in Fantasia. Yeah, that, if that I get a luck dragon out be, of that. I'm good. Right? Yeah. I love the idea of you having a luck dragon that you can fit into an apartment. That's <laughs> My a dog apartment. kind of looks like a luck dragon. Mine kind of does too. Yeah. Do you underbite. Oh yeah. yeah, no mine doesn't. Oh, oh you got the underbite. Yeah. I just got like the big luck dragon eyes and the oh. sort of like white fluffiness. Yeah. But um, uh, I also want to gr- now listen. You very mo- well may have a luck dragon, but you also are a pilot.
1: Yes.
0: So if you want to be able to fly on your own without the luck dragon, I'll never be able to dance, you can jump though. right into it. I mean, <laughs> and I did put dance exclamation mark yeah. and then you didn't get that, but that's nope. okay. Um but you know what you did get is uh some very very fine but with no physical ramifications uh red wine. Yes. That I feel sure you will be enjoying both with your best friend Obama. oh <laughs> as well as your uh partner in love and sex Aww. bruno mars
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> never in this wearing heels, heels again the way, I,
0: maybe he's like taller i don't know yeah. Listen, all due respect bruno, <laughs> all due respect which just leaves us with the band that will play for you and play on oh. the monkeys yeah you got him. oh so you hit it right worth it. Out the park so like worth if you had it. to trade dance for any of this you wouldn't no um thank you so much for doing thank you for having me tell everyone where they can track you down Uh, follow you all that
1: good stuff twitter and instagram both at allison hayslip perfect keep it simple easy peasy
0: um uh i bid you a wonderful day thank you you too uh this is gonna be coming out tomorrow awesome so i will retweet that welcome people to come say hi to me at the emerald city comic-con
1: Oh yeah, which I've never been to, but I do in like Seattle. Where apparently do. there's a lot of hot men. This is a <laughs>
0: thing that we talked about. Supposedly there's a lot of hot guys there, according yeah. to one person else. <laughs> <point. laughs> All right, guys, talk to you next time on the podcast. As always, the JV Club theme song is "Back Before We Were Brittle" by The Amazing. Say hi.